Welcome to the Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Tonight, if I had to give a title to this podcast, it would be Blanket of Blessing and Cloak of Comfort. Now, that may seem a little odd for a title, but as I was traveling the other day, I was coming home from a trip from the mountains, and my wife was asleep in the car, me and the Lord was just talking backwards and forth, and he gave me a, a thought, or I asked him a question, and he, he gave me a thought about that question. I asked him, why is it sometimes that we're allowed to go through the storm, not around it or over it? Sometimes he'll take us around it. Sometimes he'll take us over it or under it. But then there are times when we go through the storm. Why is that? Why can't we always just go around the storm and just stay out of the storm? Wouldn't that be nice? We all have our storms that we have to face and fight. And his response to me was, because going through the storm is the shortest way to get to the other side. Now that may sound startling, that may sound ridiculous, but think about it. Even math teaches us that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. If we go around the storm or we go over it or under it or whatever, we're going to be around that storm a long time, or a longer time. But if we go through it, we get through it, we're on the other side. You say, well, that's terrible. Why would he even send us on the other side? Well, he doesn't, he doesn't send us through the storm without protection, without comfort, without you know, being there with us. He's in that storm with us. We see in the book of Luke, starting with chapter 8, in verses 22 through 25, we see that it says, Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, and saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and the water, and they obey him. He was in the boat with them. He was there. He was in the middle of the, of the storm. Yeah, but he was asleep. But he was still there in the boat. And he had told them that we were, he was going to the other side. Let us go over to the other side. He's told us the same thing. We are going to the other side. And he's there with us in our boat, our life boat, our life raft, if you will. He's there with us. We're going to the other side. But to, to get to the other side the quickest, we got to go through the storm. As I said, he doesn't leave us without protection. He doesn't leave us just, you know, like a ship without a captain. He wraps us in that blanket of blessings. He gives us blessings to get us through each and every day. He gives us blessings to, to make it from point A to point B. So he wraps us in that blanket of blessing. We see in the Garden of Eden when he kicked Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden, told them they had, they had to leave. Well, they, they had eaten of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and their eyes had been opened. And they saw that they were naked, and they were afraid, and they tried to sow fig leaves to cover themselves. But, you know, the fig leaves wasn't doing a very good job. 
It was a temporary measure. And God, walking in the cool of the day, he, he asked, where are you? And they said, well, we're naked and we're afraid and we, we hid ourselves. Well, who told you you were naked? Well, the serpent made us eat the tree. Well, that was their first mistake. He didn't make them. He just tempted them. they done it on their own accord. But as he kicked them out of the Garden of Eden, he, he knew that they needed protection. He knew that they needed covering. So he made them a coat and clothing of skin. Now, where did the skin come from? Well, an animal had to die. A sacrifice had to be made. And he didn't just, you know, make the sacrifice, skin the animal, and, and make them a coat and pants and moccasins or shoes or whatever. We don't know exactly what the, the clothing looked like, but he made them coats or clothing of skin. He also dressed them. Have you noticed that? He put the clothes on them. Now, why would he do that? Because they had never worn clothing before and they didn't know how to put it on. They were ignorant to wearing clothing. They were ignorant about the protection. They were ignorant about what they needed. God knew what they was going to need in this cold, cruel world. So he made them clothing of skin and then he dressed them because they did not know how. He does the same for us. He wraps that blanket of blessing around us as we're going through the storm. No matter what the situation is, there's always something that you can look upon as a blessing. No matter how dire it gets, there's always the sun's going to come up in the morning. I know that's a song, but the sun will come up in the morning. There's always something. We just, we've got to quit looking at the negative and look at the positive. We've got to quit looking at the situation and we've got to start seeing the solution. We are constantly focused on the question, but rarely do we look toward the answer. The prophet came out of the city in the house in Dothan one time and he looked and well he saw the enemy he saw the armies surrounding the city and he knew why they was there they was there for him and his servant came out but he what let me back up the prophet wasn't worried but the servant came out oh my gosh he he almost panicked oh what are we going to do what are we going to do I can imagine he's standing there wringing his hands pacing backwards and forth rubbing his hands through his hair going oh my gosh what are we going to do now popping antacids and, and eating them like crazy okay he wasn't eating Tums or Rolades but you get the point he, he, was, he was upset he was almost in a panic state but the, the prophet was really calm because not only did he see the enemy but he saw God's army and he looked up to the heavens and he said, Well, Lord, open up his spiritual eyes. Let him see what I can see. And the servant was then allowed to see the army of God surrounding the enemy. We're too busy looking at the problem and not too keen on looking at the answer. Yeah, 2020, 2021, 2022 has definitely been different and it's been definitely hard but you're still here you're still fogging a mirror 
That means that you've got breath in you. There's still life in you. There's still hope. There's still comfort. So yes, it is different, and it is difficult, and it is painful. But I can assure you that God is still on His throne, and He is still answering our prayers. So He wraps us in that blanket of blessing to keep us protected while we're walking through that storm. Just like a blanket, though, in in the washing machine or sitting out in the rain, it's going to get wet. But it will still protect you. My nine-year-old granddaughter the other night, she wanted me to tuck her in. And when I went in there, she was all smiling and snuggled up. And I went, what are you doing? She said, oh, this blanket is so warm, Poppy. It just came out of the dryer. And the blanket was warm, and she was just enjoying herself. Well, we can imagine that that's what it's like when we, when we wrap up in God's blessing. He just took it out of the throne room, and he put it on our shoulder, and it is so warm and comfortable. The blanket of blessing. But note, I did say that the title of this podcast was The Blanket of Blessing and the Cloak of Comfort. So let's talk about the cloak of comfort for a second. Okay, for a little bit longer than a second. John chapter 14, starting with verse 16, says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The Holy Spirit is our comfort, our cloak of comfort. When we can't seem to go on any further, we look up to the heavens and we cry out to our elder brother, Jesus, and that cloak of comfort will come down and it will wrap around us and it will also keep us protected and it will also keep us secure and we can go on down the road a little further. So he wraps us in our blanket, in his blanket of blessing, and then puts on our shoulders the cloak of comfort. And you know, the cloaks back in the days when, when men and women wore cloaks, they weren't just you know thin material. They were heavy material. And a lot of them had a water repellent property to keep the water off of them. So it would shed water when they went through the, the storm. So that cloak of comfort will help shed, if you will allow it, some of the storms that you're in in life. Sure, you'll feel the wind. Sure, you'll feel the water and the rain. You'll hear the thunder. You'll see the lightning. You'll see the problems, and you will be in the midst of the problems. But if you continue to put the cloak of comfort on and keep it on, see, God will put it on you, but it's up to you to keep it on, you will be more than protected. He said, I will give you peace. Not that the world gives peace, but peace from the Heavenly Father. And that peace will carry us no matter where we are at, no matter where we are going. We will have peace that passeth all understanding. We may not understand what's going on in the world, if you do, you're smarter than I am. But we don't have to worry about what's going on in the world. 
because we know that God's got us wrapped up in the blanket of blessing. And we know that God has got us with the cloak of comfort. Verse 27 of John 14 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He's sending us the comfort. He's sending us the blessings. It's up to us to accept them. So I am encouraging you. Don't take your eyes off of the army of God and put it on the army of men. Don't take your eyes off of the blessing and put it on the deceiver. Don't take your eyes off the prize. And that prize is heaven. That prize is the throne room of God. That prize is seeing Jesus. No matter what is your way, God is not leaving you by yourself. He's either in the boat with you, or he's walking beside of you, or he's picking you up out of the water like he did Peter. When Peter saw Jesus walk on the water and Peter walked out from the boat on the water and then as he started to sink, he said, Jesus, save me. And Jesus was immediately there and took him back to the boat. So keep that blanket of blessing and that cloak of comfort and see what the storm can howl all around you, but it can't hurt you. The storm can rage and the wind can blow, but you'll get through this because Jesus promised us we're going to the other side. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity once again to come into your house to worship, to praise, and to honor your name. Lord, we ask, Lord, that whoever is listening to this, whether it be now or into the future, God, that no matter what they are facing, they'll understand that they have the blanket of blessing and the cloak of comfort, Lord, on them. Lord, at any time they need it, it is always there. And God, we ask that they'll wrap up and they'll... They'll snuggle down as my granddaughter did in that warm blanket and understand that they're safe and they're secure. And Lord, in, into your hands we commit ourselves, our souls and our bodies. In Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, until we talk again, take care of each other.